So you finally decided to hit that play button. <laughs> well, maybe the title of the episode interested you? Perhaps you are my friend and you want to know what I am up to during this quarantine period? Hmm. The most important thing is that you hit the play button. And now you made me present wherever you are in the world. You know, since January, I haven't traveled out of Hong Kong, so this is my form of flying to your place. Or is it you that has just crossed over to Hong Kong via the internet? Well, I would like to let you know something. I am so happy to be with you today or tonight, whatever time it is there as you listen to this podcast. In tandem with the Center for Lasallian Ministry of De La Salle College of St. Benilde in Manila, Philippines, I bring you this episode to discuss why God has not abandoned us during this global health crisis. So stay strong, hold tight, keep that faith. I am Broden, and I promise to help you make this day a little better than yesterday. It is not a guarantee to make it better, mind you. It is a guarantee instead that I will help you towards making this day a little better than yesterday, okay? We begin with a comforting passage from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 49, verses 15 to 16. It goes this way. Can a mother forget her infant, be without tenderness for the child of her womb, even should she forget I will never forget you. See, upon the palms of my hands, I have written your name. Your walls are ever before me. There is this song in Filipino entitled, Hindi Kita Malilimutan, or in English, I will never forget you. I'm sure you have heard it played during Christian funerals in the Philippines. Like a most requested song, somehow this music is melancholic and sorrowful the kind that would let mourners feel the painful passing of a loved one, paying their goodbyes as their last. There is indeed an experience of grief. Apart, the lyrics of the song also penetrates the deepest desire of human longing, which goes, Hindi kita pababayan, which means, I will never abandon you. The interpretation is very human, as heartwarming, intimate, and family-oriented. I guess the same feelings would resonate in most parts of the world. Many may have forgotten, though, the verse in the passage that reminds me of a blood compact. I have written your name upon the palms of my hands. The scripture passage becomes a sad story only if we think about it as us talking to someone dead, albeit impossible, right? Or someone who we're about to lose. But if we read the passage as God talking to us, now the message is more comforting and even more positive than ever. Think about God saying these words. It's Him talking to you. Listen, even if a mother forgets her baby, I will never forget you. I, God, have written your name in the palms of my hands. All these are encouraging words that increase our hopes beyond our life's misery, anguish, and doubts. We are all being remembered, taken care of, and cuddled by God. 
from the beginning, God has never ceased to take care of his people Israel, whom he called his own. He freed them from the slavery of fear, captivity, and sinfulness. God never got tired of leading his people towards the promised land, being with them through famines, floods, and 40 years of walking in the desert. Accordingly, phrases like, do not be afraid, or do not worry, or of the same thought, occur in the sacred scripture over 300 times. In fact, some biblical scholars claim that this consoling thought appears 365 times in the Bible. Isn't that great? One for each day of the year. It is such a beautiful reminder. He is a God who keeps on comforting us each and every day. Do not be afraid. Do not worry. Please don't try to get things complicated huh? by asking me, what about during leap years? <laughs> okay. In the New Testament, we can also find many words of Jesus' teachings about faithfulness and His promises. A popular one is from the Sermon on the Mount, which is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 27. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. As you can see, God is calling us not to fear or worry about anything. He is with us yesterday, today, and forever. God's tenderness is likened to an image of a mother's loving attention towards her infant. The image of God as a mother reminds us of the passionate affection we expect from mothers. In life, we look for those cords of kindness, those bonds of love. Even as we age, we treasure the moments when God bent down to feed us. So allow the tender intimacy of this passage to speak to us. It tells us how God wants to treat us. It challenges our ideas about ourselves, inviting us to consider ourselves as children, as infants, held close to God's cheek. We have had worse events in the past than this present pandemic. I remember my grandfather, a Filipino soldier, during World War II. He walked hundreds of kilometers for several days in that infamous death march. He survived by eating coffee beans so he would not fall asleep along the way. He was afraid that if he looked tired or be unable to walk, he would be shot by the Japanese army. So as we are groping in darkness during these difficult times, we call on God, we call on Him in prayer for protection and deliverance like a mother who crosses her arms for maternal protection. And even if that mother forgets, yes, that mother forgets, I bet you God will always remember. God will never abandon us.